Hi, my name is Kara Marie Morris, and you have tuned in to the Words in Season podcast. This week is part five of Faith Is, and we're exploring what is faith and how can I recognize what faith looks like in my life? I know learning about faith sometimes can seem like it's a formula or it's in my mind, I've thought it's overly complicated or I've treated God like a a slot machine where, oh, if I put in the right coin and press the right button, then I'll get all the things that I want. But really faith is a living and thriving and organic relationship with a living heavenly father. So in this series, it's my desire, it's been my desire that not to point to a formula, but to remind us of the father and to remind us how good he is, how faithful he is, how trustworthy he is, and how the faith that he has given us as Christians is a measure of faith and it works. It works, it works to trust God. And he gave you faith to work it and to stretch it and to grow it because his possibilities for your life are so much greater than what you have in your natural mind. So he has given us each a measure of faith And that's what we're going to talk about in part five of Faith Is on the Words and Season podcast. And if you haven't heard the first four parts, you can check it out on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Remember that every time that you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you. So this week, I want to talk about part five of what is faith? How can I see faith developing and growing in my life? How do I recognize the Father working in my life? That's the whole point of me talking about faith. It's not to bring condemnation or give you another to-do list or a formula to check off the box of this is what's happening. But it's just to highlight so that you can recognize how God is moving in your life and maybe the ways that he's moved in my life that you can recognize the way he's moving the same way or a similar way in your life and it it brings encouragement and strengthening and of course we always our foundation is in the word of god and as we see what the word of god has to say it brings that divine encouragement that will be there whether there's people around us whether there's situations going in our life his word is that anchor for our soul like we talked about last week so this week i want to talk about how faith is a test that there is a test in our faith and the first scripture is proverbs 17 3. proverbs 17 3 and the crucible is for silver and the furnace for gold but the lord he tests the heart now i want to go ahead and right off the bat i want to make sure a hundred percent that you know because there has been some wrong thinking in my life even though i've been taught the word of god very well there's been some wrong thinking that has crept in where i believe like oh i did something wrong and so then now god is testing me with a bad situation or i got sick because i wasn't no god doesn't bring sickness and disease he does not do that let's go to luke 11. So right off the bat, I want to start out with 
faith as a test is not sickness, it's not disease, it's not poverty. He doesn't bring a car accident in your life to teach you something. That is not how God teaches. God teaches by His Word, and His Word is full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, faithfulness, and self-control. So if it looks like that, we'll know that it's Him. So Luke 11 and verse 11 says, Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will he give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how much to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So in this scripture, they're talking about how this is actually Jesus using an example to explain that we are natural, that we are flawed human beings. And even us as flawed human beings, we know what's right and what's wrong. He gives an example of how to treat your kids. If you, someone in your care or one of your kids asked you for something, you wouldn't give them, if they asked you, I want a toy, you wouldn't give them a, an armed rifle. That would be a horrible thing to, be, to do and you'd end up in jail as a parent. If you're given a little kid a loaded gun, because it's dangerous for them and they haven't been trained and you know that they could hurt themselves or hurt someone else. So he's saying he's not gonna give hurtful things to you, but he's gonna give something good. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. In James 1, it says, "'Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, "'when you face trials of many kinds, "'for you know that the testing of your faith "'produces perseverance.'" So let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. And if any of you ask, needs wisdom, ask of God, and he will give it to you generously. And in verse 17, it says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of heavenly lights who does not change. God doesn't change. If he gave good gifts that Jesus was talking about, he gives us good gifts. That's what he gives us. So it says that whenever the testing of your faith comes, it's going to be there for a good reason, for perseverance, so you won't quit. So just a few thoughts I wanna share with you about faith is a test, and I hope this encourages your faith and for you to stay put, to not wanna run away. For me, I've tried to rebuke situations in my life where I thought when I really as I began to pray about those things and talk to the Lord and say, God, take this from me and everything. God's like, this is actually exactly what I want from you. This is not sickness or disease or poverty or something that's stealing from your life, but this is something in your life that will make you better. Sometimes it's a person that you think, God, I, I you know, trying to pray them out of your life or whatever, as a, a boss, a coworker, and God's like, I actually put them there so that you would pray for them so that they would come to the saving knowledge of me. And you maybe think, oh, but they're already a Christian. Yeah, but we all need to know the saving knowledge every day, coming to the saving knowledge. They need to know that there are kind people, that there are loving people, that there are good people in the world. Many desire promotion, but passing these tests, not sickness or disease or going through poverty, but passing tests that God puts in our lives, they are the decision maker whether we're ready for that promotion or not. God knows that anything that we haven't overcome in our lives by His grace, I mean, I can't do anything without Him. If I haven't overcome a situation or uh, uh, something in my life without Him, 
If there's something that I'm still dealing with or something that is still a challenge in my life, that it has the power and the ability to destroy me. So that's why God, he doesn't just bring that promotion without a time of testing. Like we talked about at the beginning in Luke 11, when we use the example, when I use the example of if your child asked for a toy, you wouldn't give them a loaded gun. It's the same with, with God. He's not going to give us a microphone when you say, get up on the stage. You've, you know, you've had no experience, no training, no time. He's not going to give you that pulpit right off the bat because he knows that what is not from him. If you get to anywhere, whether it's a pulpit or volunteer position or an acknowledgement, if you get there too soon, it has the power to destroy you. So anything that we're not doing based on him promoting us, it has the power to destroy us. So what, what do tests in my life, what do they reveal? In John 6, this is a story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. In John 6, 6, and 6 through 7 said, When Jesus looked up and saw the great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for all of these people? And he asked this only to test him, for Jesus already knew what he was going to do. It's not like, the Lord is testing us because he's trying to figure out the plan. No, he has a plan for our lives and he is trying to make sure that we're ready for that, that we, that he has our heart. So what do tests in my life reveal? This is what they reveal. Number one, they reveal where our reliance is. They reveal where our allegiance is. They reveal where our heart is. It exposes motives of the why behind the what. And it also reveals knowledge that can be applied. You know, I, I was even thinking about how tests are a good thing. They test our knowledge and that applicable knowledge that can be applied right in our lives. And just naturally, I was thinking about, for example, about doctors. And I'm so thankful that the doctors in my life, they had to pass a lot of rigorous tests. When I was 16 years old, I had to have knee surgery and because of a sports injury. And I had to go to an orthopedic doctor. And after that, it, was, it turned out to be a more complicated surgery than they knew. But I'm so grateful that that doctor had been tested over and over and over and over. And he had kept up with his testing, his continuing education, that he wasn't shocked whenever the, the surgery became more complicated and took longer and required them to even to go get different equipment from another hospital while I was under anesthesia. I am so thankful that he had been tested over and over and over and he passed the test. It's not like the medical board was testing him to say, well, let's see if he can make it. They weren't trying to be mean towards him. They weren't trying to make him suffer, but they were trying to make sure that he knew his stuff. So when that time of fire came, when the unexpected came, he was ready. So that's what tests from God reveal in our lives. He's not trying to be mean to us. He's not trying to punish us. He's not trying to make us to just suffer for suffering's sake, but he wants our heart and he wants us to learn for our reliance to be only for him, to our, our allegiance to be only to him, for our hearts to be leaning only towards him and to have our knowledge of him knowing 
man, in that hard time, I know in the hard times, and I'm sure you can testify along with me, that in the hardest times of life, God has been there. He has never left you. He has never forsaken you. And sometimes you think, well, why do I have to go through these hard times to feel like I experience him in my life? Well, it's usually because that's when I have sought him the most is usually the human tendency is to seek the Lord the most is when you need him the most. But he is constantly there. And the promotion that comes from the Lord, that's the promotion that you want. You don't want promotion that comes from the North, the South, the East or the West. You don't want the promotion that comes from your social media getting a lot of likes. You don't want the promotion from people saying, ooh, you, you are so-and-so and you've done such and such and you are a great leader. You don't want that type of promotion, even though that can be fulfilling to a degree and there's nothing wrong when you've earned that. But at the same time, the true promotion, the promotion that comes from the Lord, no one can speak against it. When it's your position, and maybe it's in your career, in your family, maybe it's something that's new in your life. When someone has, when, when God has, when someone has spoken it over your life, it can change overnight. It can be your, your it today and you're down tomorrow but when God has spoken it no one can speak against it his words are eternal so when he speaks it he will make it good and he will back it up so that's why he wants these tests because they keep us steadfast in him they keep us from being swayed in the storms of life like we talked about last week he is that anchor to our soul so let's go back to last week we looked at hebrews 6 19 where it talked about how jesus that he is the hope and he's the anchor to our soul so just a couple verses before that is hebrews 6 12 where it says we don't want you to become lazy that's great i need this <laughs> sometimes i don't want to hear it but i need a coach in my life to say kara don't be lazy thank god for leaders in our lives pastors in our lives and getting our own eyeballs on the word of god and here it is kara we don't want you to become lazy but to imitate those who faith and patience they inherited what was promised does that mean you imitate every action that they do no you imitate that faith that stalwart unwavering belief that god is gonna come through now what it looks like to you and what it looks like to me is going to be different for me it's mean stay put in the same place for the last 12 years for some it meant man right after bible school graduation they got on a plane and they moved away and they've been gone ever since we don't imitate people's actions. We imitate the faith of those who have gone before us. So these tests, it's good news that by faith and patience, we inherit the promise. What does faith and patience sound like? Sounds like to me that that's a test. With faith and patience, that means something I don't see. And with long suffering, that he's going to give me his grace to be able to pass this test for promotion, not just for promotion's sake, right? We don't wanna just have promotion for promotion's sake, but for the advancement of the kingdom. So what are these tests again? God knows that anything we haven't overcome in our lives, by his grace, it has the power and the ability to destroy us. So these tests reveal, it exposes the motives of the why behind my what, it shows my, my reliance, who I'm relying on, 
who my allegiance is to. And it also reveals the applicable knowledge that's in my life. It shows what kind of knowledge that I have of him. So this week, the word in season is that faith is like a test. By faith and patience, sounds like a test, you will inherit whatever promise you see in the word of God. As you find that promise for yourself this week, whatever that promise is, don't let go of it. Hold on to it. You may go through some tests, but remember that it is good news. Just like it said in Proverbs 17, and it also talks about it in 1 Peter 1, man, the fire, the fire, it, we can consider it pure joy. When the whole world cons considers it, I'm gonna complain on social media, I'm gonna complain to my family, I'm gonna feel sorry for myself and like I'm the only one. I know, I've been there. But thank God we have the scriptures, we have leaders, we have pastors to say, don't be lazy. Remember, it is by faith and patience, a test, that you will be promoted and you will inherit every promise that God has in his word. And praise God, we know that the Father is encouraging us, that he is there in the test, he's there before the test, he's there during the test, and he's there after the test. So it is by faith and patience that we inherit the promises. So faith like a test, it's an easy test when you take it with him. So remember, you can find more episodes on Anchor, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can also find more on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Remember that you can share it on your social media. And most of all, remember that every time that you open the word of God for yourself, He's got a word waiting for you. And remember that every time that you tune in to the Words in Season podcast, that Jesus has a word in season for you.